Welcome back to the Hollow Sky Podcast. We're your hosts, Stephen. And Kyle. And we are back after taking a little break last week. Sorry for leaving you guys hanging, but we had a whole bunch of life stuff going on. And Yeah, I got just, COVID. Kyle got COVID. I went to Texas. We just, just had this whole thing going on. Yeah, you know I fist fought COVID and I won. Kyle's back at it. I'm alive and made kicking. It. I, yes, I made it. I'm a survivor now. He made it. I'm a survivor. So now we're back. Now the best part of life. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh. We have been sitting here for like four hours. We just went live on Instagram for the first time. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And we haven't done anything pod like actual podcast-wise, so. Yeah, now we're here. We're here for oh, it. That monster was so good. Yeah, yeah a lot of people were asking us where the monster's at, and we were just saving them. For the episodes, because we knew that we are not good at time management. Yeah, yeah, we're really bad at time management. But it was cool hanging out with everybody on live. We're yeah, gonna that try to sick. do that more, and we'll announce it a little bit better. So if anybody wants to come and chill, Tony from the Confessionals jumped in, and we chatted about the Travis Scott uh, tragedy and the symbolism, the symbology. Yeah, and then I said something on there on Instagram about it, which I'll say something here. But when we do that, I like when me and Steve are together, well, I'll be able to do it. But I can hook my phone up to it and our um, Hollow Sky phone. And if you wanted to call in and chat or tell us a creepy story or whatever, we can do that live on Instagram. And then I can also make an episode out of it as well. So there's that. We can double down. Yeah. And that would be more of like a bonus content shit because the people will be there but, you know down. so i don't know we'll see what happens with it i just think it's worthwhile trying yeah it'll be fun it was fun interacting with everybody i'm yeah. um, sorry we didn't get everybody's questions it was it was kind of hard to follow sideways the way we had our phone set up yeah maybe we could figure out how to do it from our computer i know the picture won't be as great but it'd be easier to follow along maybe yeah, i don't know I don't we'll know. get it figured out yeah we're not tech guys or you could just download you could just download Instagram on your phone and read the comments from your phone. Yeah, I could do that, but I'm also not stupid. True. Anyway, Kyle has uh, decided to dive in to dig into the great military records where they tried to record everything about our lives called LifeLog. Yeah. Whole DARPA program. We're going to get into that after we get through the business. So... Check us out at all our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. Come and hang out with us. You know the deal. Um, If you have a paranormal encounter that you would like to share with us for a future episode, Kyle's going to tell you how to get it to us. Yeah. You can uh, use your voice memo app on your smartphone, record your story. You can use your camera if you want to and record it and then email it to us, which is going to be hollow podcast at gmail.com. You can call the hollow phone, leave a message, which the phone number is in the show notes. Now Discord's Hell in the yeah. show notes. Virtually everything should be in the show notes now. Um, don't sleep on the discord. Yeah. Discord's cool. It's you need a, to it's go a cool place hop to into that and hang out with everybody. We talk about weird shit. It's a good time. Yeah. It's, it's a pretty cool place. And Kyle's usually more active on there than I am, but whenever I'm doing research and shit, I try to jump in there. I haven't been too active lately. Just like with life getting in the way with the COVID and all that bullshit. Yeah. It was weird. Cause once, when I was sick like that, I didn't want to do anything. Yeah. I didn't, just... I didn't want to do nothing. I just laid in bed 
and watch TV. I killed a lot of seasons of stuff. It just drains your energy. It did. That was probably it the was, biggest thing. It was the weirdest head cold I've ever had. When I was sick, I still, like, I can't confirm it, but I swear that I had it in February of last year, 2020. And I remember having terrible headache. One night I had the chills super bad. And then after that, I was just so tired. And when yeah. I got my second Moderna vaccine, uh, a couple of days after, I had a super bad headache, and I was just so exhausted. You get COVID again. Yeah, it was like double COVID. <laughs> Sick. So it's that's like one of the biggest things I remember just being fucking tired. Yeah. Just drained your energy. Anyway, yeah. wrapping back around. Um, if you'd like to support the show, there's tons of ways you can do that. They're all in the show notes. We got a Patreon. Shout out to everybody for supporting us through there. Uh, another thing, if you are a Patreon member, Make sure you get on there in the messages and leave us your shipping address, your name and your shipping address. That way I can get stickers out. I've fallen behind on that a little bit, but I'm getting ready to jump back in it. Same. I got to get shirts sent out. I got to email some of you to make sure because I fucked up and I didn't write down one of the last batches I sent out. So I got to email people to make sure that they didn't already get shirts or if they have gotten them. So that is going to be my bad, but I will email you guys here pretty fucking quick. Because there's a handful of people that are up and ready, ready to receive shirts. So, yeah. So be sure to leave your shipping address. That way, I don't have to message you like forty times asking for it. Um, also, we have a Venmo. If you'd like to hop in there and leave us some monster money, shout out to everybody that's done that. Uh, we appreciate you guys. You are dope, and we love you. We love all of you for sure. And we have a store up go check out some shirts grab some dope there it's in the show notes everything's basically in the show notes yeah we'll have some new shirts in there here soon too other ways you can support the show is tell all your weird friends anybody that listens to the podcast we're still trying to get get our name out there and get the word out and just kind of keep increasing the community and um you can leave us a five-star rating and review go to wherever you read your or listen to your podcasts and um Check us out. Leave us a rating. We will gladly share it if it's five star because that's what we're after. Makes us look good. Kind of wades us through all of the other ocean of podcasts. I'm still going through some of the ones we got from across the ocean. So today is from our friend Cascash. says, amazing. So many podcasts on this topic, but I quickly lose interest. Not with this one, however. It's informative and well-researched. Loving working my way through all the episodes. Well, Cast Cash from across the ocean, we love it too. Yeah. And we appreciate you because this is what we like to hear. It is awesome. On to our listener experience of the day. Let me get to it right quick. Like This is from our friend Martin. He says, hey guys, you two recently asked for encounters listeners had. I posted this story on Reddit thread recently, hoping someone would have seen something similar, but my comment was lost in the sea of the others. Anyway, here's the experience I had. About 11 years ago, I was living in northern Alabama. I didn't have a car, so I would go for walks often down to the Coosa River to visit the blue heron that lived there, which was amazing to me as I'd never seen one before, as well as what I call turkey ducks. There are muscovy ducks is what he thinks. 
Anyway, one evening I was particularly depressed and I was walking along a huge wooded lot area that extended next to a highway that cut through the city and there was a culvert type thing that had those huge power lines running through it. I was walking on the sidewalk following the road looking around for various wildlife uh, such as it was all such as it was all still kind of new to me as a New England transplant. I saw this creature on the edge of the tree line that looked like those fuzzy things with feet people used to stick on their dashboards in the late 80s, early 90s, but with two deer legs. No body really, just a round head thing with two legs about five feet tall covered in short brown tan fur. I didn't see any facial features, but it ran into the woods after maybe 15 seconds of me noticing. Well... That is, I don't think I've ever heard anything like that. No. Honestly. Um, it kind of, like, I'm just picturing, like, maybe Cousin It from the Adams Family. Good. But, like, that's the first thing that popped in my head. But, like, with with deer legs, I don't know if I've ever heard of anything like that. I'll do some. In 15 seconds is a pretty decent. Yeah, that's a long time to be locked yeah, on. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, you have enough time to. Like, really process it. Process what you're looking at. Yeah. And I don't know that I've heard of any thing. I definitely haven't. That similar. Five to five feet tall. So it wasn't like huge, like a Sasquatch. And for it to have skinny little deer legs, that's something whole different creature. I don't know. Man, that is, that's crazy. No real facial features either. I'll dig around a little bit and see. It's almost like, it's like it's a furry hay bale with. I hope it's a furry hay bale. A furry hay bale with deer legs. I don't know, man. That's, I like that That's image. wild. I like that image. That's what I, because I know, you know the little dashboard things he's talking about. Yeah. The little fuzzy like they almost look like what's those candy like I can't remember anyway but yeah I have no idea I don't either it's got me trumped I wonder if it's something I'll have to look up Alabama cryptids maybe maybe it's something that does reside there I don't know it's wild. It, the world gets a lot more and more wild every day. Yeah, I don't question anything at this point except no, the government. You can't. <laughs> anyway, thanks, Martin, for sending your story in. Like I said, yeah, I'll uh, just utterly trumping us. I'll dig in and see if I can't find anything else. But to to my recollection now, I don't think I've ever heard of anything like that. No, I definitely haven't. I like the, the image idea of a furry hay bale, though. I love when ones like this come in where it's not like it's not like a set cryptid. It's not like, oh, I saw a Mothman. But I do like those. But when you get these ones that are just... Like just one-off weird yes, fucks. out there. Like yeah. it gets, It's like there's so much shit that we don't know. It's just wild. Yeah. Anyway, thanks again, Martin. And if you have a paranormal encounter you'd like to send in on a future show, definitely check the show notes out. For sure. So from there... Kyle's about to record every move that we make. Yeah, we've all been doing that anyway. Life log. Yeah, so I've heard about life log before, and then Steve recently brought it up. I re- I wrote it down a while ago to to actually research, but 
life kind of gets in the way and you like me and Steve's style is that we don't really have a style. We just kind of let things fall in our lap and go with the flow. But it, I feel like it's kind of relevant right now talking about life log with all the new tech shit coming out, which I'll get into a little bit that after life log itself here. But this little bit was from uh, Wikipedia, but life log, it basically got adapted by DARPA, which it was a part of, it was a project of the information processing techniques office of defense advanced research projects agency, AKA DARPA. Its main purpose was to be an ontology based system that captures stores and makes accessible the flow of one person's experience and interactions with the world. It was a concept meant to be able to trace the threads of an individual's life in terms of events, states, relationships, basically everything with the ability to take in all of the subject's experience from phone numbers, dialed email messages, viewed virtually to every breath that the person was taking. I mean, every step made every place gone, it's all logged. It aimed to compile a massive electronic database of every activity and relationship a person engages in. This was to include credit cards, websites visited, even the content of all communications sent and received. It also was somehow able to collect faxes, postal mail, books, magazines, TV and radio selections, and it also would require the user to wear a GPS sensor. You know, this is all in theory at time. Another function was predictive function. It sought to find meaning patterns in a timeline to infer the user's routines, habits, and relationships with other people, places, and things. All to exploit these patterns to ease its task, which virtually is what the internet now does. Yeah, all these all these things that they wanted to do, which sounds so nefarious when it's set up on a single program, yeah. they're already doing now. Yeah, it's all branched out. From yeah. what we are sold, it's all branched in different directions. Yeah. But yeah. Your phone has step step trackers in it. Yeah. People have Fitbits that have step trackers. Your phone has built in GPS. How many how many people keep their phone on them all the time? Yeah. Everybody. Pro- yeah. Everybody that has one. Everybody. So all of these things, you know, if you th- if you think they don't record your credit card transactions and your numbers, you're naive. If you think that they aren't watching every website you check into, yeah, they do. you're naive. So all these things that it wanted to do in this nice little package that everybody said, hey, red flag, this isn't a good idea. Yeah. They're like, you know what? We'll just break it up. Break it up. And the masses will just be like, okay. Yep. And half the time people post all that shit on their Facebook and on their Instagram and on their YouTube and on Twitter and everything else anyway. Yeah, people will post when they're gone for vacation and their house gets robbed. Yeah. It's not it's not very intelligent. Like I understand that uh, you want you're excited about being on vacation, but maybe hold off till you get back. Anyways, uh LifeLoft's backers said it could be a near perfect digital memory, giving its users computerized assistance with an almost perfect recall of what they had done. But once it hit the mainstream, people started ripping apart due to a possibly 
privacy issues and the possibility of it becoming the ultimate tool for profiling potential enemies of the state. One bit from Wired.com said that researchers close to the project couldn't understand why it was dropped. DARPA hasn't provided an explanation as to why it got canceled. A change in priorities is the only thing the spokeswoman would say about, you know, why they dropped it. Now, this is rather interesting because this will actually predate LifeLog. But in 1945, a man named Vanver Bush described an idea he termed mimics. That's terrifying. M-E-M-E-X. I thought it was M-I. No. M-I-C. But this was <laughs> essentially LifeLog way before LifeLog. His idea was a device in which it could store a person's books, records, and communications in which it could be mechanized so that it could be consulted with exceeding speed and flexibility. Which... The main problem for this guy was that uh, he just literally didn't have the tech to do it in the 1940s. Like, uh, innovation wasn't there yet. So, in 2001, Gordon Bell, a computer scientist consultant, ends up volunteering to be the subject of a program called My Life Bits, which is a life logging experiment. It sounded more or less like this program was meant for keepsakes they compared it to a person's house catching fire and someone grabbing the photo album so it was going to help people store their memories to be able to like go back on like it seemed like this guy's intention was pure right but as as he started to lay out the process of the program and the idea of it and how everything worked well this is when DARPA caught wind of it, and they're like, hey. We could use this. I think we could adapt this program. So DARPA ends up aiding in the experiment. In 2002, the agency launched a wide-ranging effort to develop a new, more sophisticated artificial intelligence. The $7.3 million cognitive assistant, which was basically an artificial intelligence secretary, that could learn by watching. In order for this AI to work properly, they needed a shitload of data, human data. It just so happens that a former Navy researcher by the name of Gage had a plan for it. He presented LifeLog. Now, Gage, he also wanted this to be a helpful tool as well, potentially helping stroke victims with short-term memory loss. Gage also noted that the LifeLog users would be able to choose what information got collected and whom was able to access it. And that's never the case. No. And it was, it's like, this is this guy's idea, his, his process for it. Right. And DARP is like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sounds great. But I'm assuming DARPA was trying to sell this program to other, I don't know if it was countries or buyers or investors or whatever it was, but they ended up making a, a pamphlet for it and they give it out. And it was like the complete opposite of what this guy's idea was because they, they hand the pamphlet out and they described life log as slightly different. They sold it as a potential surveillance tool 
LifeLog will be able to infer the user's routines, habits, and relationships with other people, organizations, places, and objects, and to exploit these patterns to ease its task. Now, as irony would have it, Gage makes a statement that holds very true. It would, because at this point in time, LifeLog ends up getting canceled after this pamphlet hits and, and the gen, general population catch wind of it. And LifeLog ends up being canceled on February 4th of 2004. Hmm. Yes, it's a very notable date, hmm. but... Gage makes a statement that holds really true because this is not the first time this happens. But he says, it would not surprise me to learn that the government continued to fund research that pushed the area forward without calling a life log. So, essentially, the government does what the government does. They either bury it in a black budget or they change the the program name so people lose track of it. It's harder. Or sometimes they even hand it off to different agencies. The agencies will bounce it around to keep it harder to track. But as luck would have it, LifeLog was canceled February 4th, 2004. Well, what else happened in 2004? Mark Zuckerberg founded Facebook. Fucking suck. And, you know, you're like, okay, that's just coincidence. And then you see... A tweet that I found from DARPA, LifeLog and Facebook have absolutely nothing to do with one another. That a former DARPA employee worked for Facebook stands to reason as many alumni work in Silicon Valley after leaving the agency. <laughs> Our average tenure is only four years. So you're like... Trust us. Yeah. Like, They're not the same. Way to not make things obvious. DARPA, I'm just saying... Like, come on. Just because our people... That wanted to record your life is now working for another program where you record your life. Doesn't mean that it's connected. Right. And Gage, that Gage guy even calls him out. He's like, I think that Facebook is the real face of pseudo lifelog at this point. I I also generally avoid using Facebook, only occasionally log in to see where everyone what everyone is up to. And I have never liked anything. Yeah, it's, I mean, they don't even have to do anything. Everybody's volunteering their information now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, well. Everybody airs their laundry out. Everybody posts what they're doing. Everybody posts what they're yeah. going, what they're eating. Between that and Instagram, it's, it is just a day to day to day to day to day of what you do. Yeah, I only mess with Instagram because it's mostly just pictures. And it's just cool shit, but. I don't know. Like I've never done the Facebook because I don't need daily updates on everybody's shit. Or and I know I know people don't want mine, so I, that's why I don't do it. And there's a lot of drama there. But another thing that got my mind kind of cruising, right? Like they talked about uh, mass data storage and this, that, and the other. So I start looking into the Utah Data Center, right? That big NSA collection center that got outed several years back. And the NSA is like, oh, it's all just metadata. We can't read it anyways. And well, we have a massive storage that. facility, right? We can't, we can't read it. Why are, why are we collecting it? Exactly. It? Hmm. But it got me It got me thinking, you know. Weird. And so I start trying to find dates on maybe 
if it's possible that in the near time frame of LifeLog going live, like I was like in my brain, all I needed was like something that said like uh, Utah data facility start like went underway in 2004, five, six, seven within that relative time frame to go, okay, well this is definitely linked because they have this program that's able of collecting <laughs> ridiculous amounts of data. Well, they're going to need a place to store all that data. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. So it says on their website that in 2012, the governor of, Utah revealed they would be building the first facility in the world expected to gather and house a Yodabyte. There have been plenty of people trying to guess how much space this would be able to store anywhere from Zetabytes, Exabytes to them declaring this place was built with expansion in mind. And he makes a stupid ass pun here. It's going to hold a lot of bytes. That and that they can't. I don't even know this dude, and I don't like him. Yeah, and they can't even they can't even reveal the actual storage capacity because it's of national security, apparently. But this place is powered by a massive parallel Cray X C thirty supercomputer, which is capable of scaling high performance computing workloads of more than one hundred petaflops or a hundred trillion calculations every second what its code name is cascade and they say their ultimate target is a 256 bit aes which stands for advanced encryption standard algorithm that is used to encrypt data they estimate it would take longer than the age of the universe to break the code using trial and error brute force attacks it's fucking crazy but the the interesting number that I was able to find was that in 2004, the NSA launched a plan to use the multi-program research facility in Oak Ridge, Tennessee, to build a classified supercomputer designated facility for cryptanalysis targeting the AES algorithm. Weird. Right. So numbers are in parallel, um, and it wasn't – it was – Three years after LifeLog went live, that the first Apple iPhone came out. So everything kind of just, just like falls in line, right? Yeah. To every they're, day, they're gonna get what they want regardless yeah. of how you feel about it. Yeah, and if if they can't sell it to you this way, they're gonna sell it to you from another angle. That's just what they do. And then it's funny how things start to play out. So I'm looking at this topic. And I tune into uh, one of the podcasts I enjoy listening to called The Propaganda Report. And they're talking about things such as uh, the intelligence community and whistleblower programs and shit like that. Well, they threw out a pretty fucking interesting theory that I wouldn't, I actually wouldn't be shocked. And this might be semi controversial, but they are under an idea that Snowden was more or less a disinformation agent because Snowden hmm. supposedly, cause I, if I remember correctly, 
Snowden was the dude that blasted the NSA facility. He's the one that kind of outed like, hey, they're collecting all your fucking data. They're doing all this shit. Yeah. They think that Snowden was more or less a disinformation agent or he's playing. He's acting like he's a whistleblower, but he's not actually a whistleblower. He's blowing the wrong whistle. Right. And they are, they kind of make this assumption because there's this Pierre Odemeyer who created eBay. Apparently, this same dude pays for all types of whistleblowers. Snowden is on that list. And Pierre also likes to kick it with George Soros. Because I think, I think that, if I remember hearing correctly, I think that last Facebook whistleblower that came out. Yeah. I think he has paid for all the lawyers around it. All around that person. Weird. That Pierre Odemeyer guy. Weird. Right? Because how fuck would it be if that dude, like what he outed was just a smokescreen more or less. <laughs> I love it. it. It blows your mind. I just, uh, like it. That, that, that would not shock me at all. No. It never crossed my mind that maybe that was the case, but would not shock me at all. No. And then you'd have to ask to what end. What the hell was he smokescreening? Or was it just to get the conversation in oh. the public? about them collecting data so they could go it's, it's almost like do we get it out there and spearhead it before it gets out of control like we have an opportunity because that's when all the hearings started to happen with it and they're like listen we can't even read this data anyways it's just blah 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 and then now now nobody gives a fuck yeah yeah so i don't maybe it was just kind of getting ahead of it before it got nasty i don't know hey hollow cult the weather's getting nice, and you know what that means. It's cryptid hunting season. And the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tecovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tecovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized and with regular live music and events there's no in-store experience like it so just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin hollow sky branded boots how awesome would that be nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots if you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
That's like the only thing I can think of, though. Yeah, I never, I never thought like it was to cover up something else. But yeah, but what, what would it? Right. Like the only way, the only thing that my mind plays at is that it'd be like somebody having information on you, and instead of allowing them to use that information, you just go ahead and get out in front of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the only thing I can think of. He and he's he's not a, not in prison, right? No, he's in Russia. He's hiding in Russia. Yeah, isn't that weird that this dude just happened to crack into the NSA and gather all this information? Well, he worked at the NSA. And yeah, which would even have more fucking eyes on him. Yeah, and he was able to walk person. out with it. And he just happened to, he just managed to get it out there and put it out there and escape the country. Yep. And It's kind of weird, man. That Because you know if you work for an intelligence agency, you are being watched every day. Every second of every day. Every day. Especially stuff of that level. Yeah. Yeah, because it almost begs the question, like, once you get to them higher positions... You're you're pretty much you have to be a lifer. Because if you're not a lifer, you're not you won't have a life. I I feel like they'll put you down because you know too much. Yeah, that's and that's that's another thing. Great. Okay, say he did escape and he did make it to Russia. You're telling me that if he has all this pertinent essentially world-changing information that he's threatening to put out there, the United States government couldn't have sent a dude over there. Yeah, they would have murked him. Y- yeah, like at the very least, they they just would have called Putin up and said, "Hey, we'll give you X amount of dollars to murk this guy." Yeah, and Putin, you know, he would have done. On, on or somebody over there would have. I Assassins just, are real. Yeah, it just doesn't like now. Now that that leaf's turned over, it just doesn't make that much sense to me. Unless, it's weird, dude. Because I mean, even even people. Even people with dirt get murdered, you know. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Like, look at Epstein. Epstein had dirt on ev- everybody from yeah. every political party ever, and he flexed that muscle, and all of a sudden he, the fucking video camera goes off in his cell, and he hangs himself. <laughs> like, mm, that's yeah, pretty weird. It's pretty. It's pretty fucked up, man. And why, dude? I don't even know. Like. He's either he's either either a smokescreen or he is so far ahead of the game that we don't even understand it. Maybe he's got shit on on the Russian government as well. Maybe he's got shit on Putin and he's like, Hey Putin, you're gonna fucking protect me or else I'll he could have he could have shit all over the world where if he's like, Hey, if I don't check in every two weeks Send this shit out. Right, it's possible, but it's definitely possible. But you're you can't like trip. I I love Tripoli's phrase, "Masters of Mankind." Like when you're dancing with the Masters of Mankind, you have to be careful. Oh, you yeah. have to be careful. And like, like I've said before, like there's no way that you and me would outsmart an NSA agent or or these the NSA or the CIA because it's what they do for a living. They they have the best and brightest minds. Working in deception and and everything like that, like our brains don't have a daily capacity of thinking about 
deception like they do. Like it's their fucking job. Essentially, it makes so much more sense for him to be a, a smokescreen, for them to let him out, you know, give him a set of talking points. This is what we want you to release. Go out. We'll make a big stink about it. But essentially, you're just going to spend your life in Russia. Yeah. Go out here. Tell them you know this. Tell them you found out this. You found that we're collecting data here, this, and yada, 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 yada. That would make more sense if they sent him out there to either kind of break the ice on the whole situation or cover up something even more nefarious then it would be to me that this dude worked at the NSA, had all these eyes on him. You know, all of his computer trans, all of his computer transactions and shit had to have been infinitely monitored. You would think, yeah. Every single, I bet every every fucking breath that dude took was recorded. Oh, I'm sure. And he just walked out of there with all that information. I doubt it. Oh, I'm I'm with you. I feel like they were probably like, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna make you the mouthpiece. The mouthpiece. Your your uh, world's gonna be turned kind of upside down. Nothing shitty's gonna happen to you, but we're gonna threaten a lot of shitty stuff. Because I mean, now the dude does fucking charges fifty grand to make a speech. Yeah, he's set. Yeah, yeah, he, he's not hurting in any way, shape, or form, and. Shit, I forget what I was going to say about it. Oh, what else came from the Snowden debacle? That's when they re-removed whistleblowers from a protective standpoint. Because under Obama at the time, he had a whole thing dedicated to protecting whistleblowers. Like when whistleblowers come out, we were going to protect them because we were going to right the wrongs. Yeah. You know? But then when Snowden came out, they dropped that mantra. They're like, well, fuck that. We're going to prosecute these fuckers. So that which, took that away too. Which sort of leans toward him being more legit. Could be. I don't know. Unless I don't know. Unless he's got way more terrible shit that he hasn't released yet. It's possible. And they're trying to do damage control. It's possible. And ironically enough, in the same week, this is why I I do things. I was listening to Joe Rogan and everybody knows by now that I'm I'm pretty much a Joe uh, Rogan fanboy, but I love when Joe Rogan has Mike Baker on. He's a ex-CIA guy. And they talk about the most fucking mind-blowing shit, right? And they got into a Snowden a little bit. But uh, Rogan brought up from the standpoint of should he be prosecuted or not. And believe it or not, Baker said, yeah, he should be held accountable for his actions because what he did is illegal. It's, yeah. it's damn near treasonous. Yeah. And you have to you Rogan, almost like, have to hold them to those standards. I but I then again, like from Rogan's standpoint, it's but he was like he exposed what the government was doing to the people. Like it's fucked. It shouldn't be allowed to do that. True. You know? I don't know, but like when it comes to like uh life log being tech, and then we talked on Instagram live for a little bit about the metaverse forming, all these new tech programs coming. And then you've heard about um, social credit score, yeah, yeah, from China. How yeah. they're they're at least considering bringing that over here to the states. Yeah, That's, and I was telling my me. 
Yeah, I was telling my coworker about it because he didn't really know what it was. And I was like, all right, think about it like this. This is the example I heard. I was like, so say this guy gets on. Say I get on a bus and I'm smoking. There's a camera on the bus, takes a picture of me breaking the law, sends me a ticket. Low At the same time, lowers my credit score, right? Your social credit score. Well, your social credit score is going to tie into your actual credit score, apparently. What? That's how they're going to incentivize people to do shit. <laughs> right so and then from there i go hang out with steve well now steve's hanging out with a shit bum so his credit score is going to go down too well fuck and then also another thing that i heard is that they're going to try to incentivize people like hey if you give us complete access to your browsing history we'll, we'll jump you up 10 we'll raise your credit score 10 points from dog. We'll credit score and i was like i was telling tj the guy i work with i was like it's all about control. It's all about making you comply because then like you, you're not even gonna be able to get on the internet, and look up what you want to look up because it's going to lower your credit score. They're hitting you where it hurts most. They're, they're hitting your wallet. And if you, you could have $20,000 in the bank, but if you ain't got enough to buy your house in cash or a car in cash, you ain't doing shit, right? Get your shit paid off folks. So it, it's all about control and compliance. And that's, that would be what life log is. Life log is like a minority report, being able to predict people's actions. It's about logging everything. And then not to mention, you log everybody's shit. Well, if Kyle and Steve piss off the right people, well, they're just going to go browsing through our metadata that they can't read until they find <laughs> something that they're going to try to use against us. I mean, Steve's going to go, okay. I love that that's their defense. We're collecting all this data, but we can't read it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like we're not, we're not going to be able to use it against you per se. Yeah, because we can't read it. Yeah, because we can't read but we're it. We're just going to build a massive just, storage facility to store it all. We're just collecting it. We're collectors. Come on. Like, Co yeah, people have the, better... blind, like, the blinders are on so tight with a lot of people anymore. It's just like, every, and everything's, co everything's collected now anyway. Yeah, and like you said, we all we have we're all phones. to blame because we do all we have take, smart TVs, partake. Alexas, yeah, laptops with cameras, listening devices. If you think those things are shut off because you think they're shut off, no, they're not. Get the fuck out yeah. of here. Yeah, it's it's bizarre, man. And like, and it boils down what they, what is, what is their 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 feeding fuel. Is our convenience? Yeah, people are not like the NSA could come come out and be like, your cameras on all the time, your microphones on all the time. Nobody. How would care. many people do you think would get rid of their cell phones? No one. No one. Not maybe, a fucking single person. Maybe they'd, a handful. They they they'd fucking tape over their cameras or some dumb shit or like hold their thumb on the microphone like yeah. they're getting one over on the NSA. But convenience is king. Yeah, especially here. Well, that and then, and if they if they're not going to get you with convenience, they're going to get you with safety. Yeah, right? yeah. Like they're going to sell it, you. That's what it boils down to. They're going to sell you like, hey, like like they did with the Patriot Act. You know, we need this to keep everybody safe. This is how we're going to keep everybody safe. And once they get what they want, they don't. It's not like they give it back. They just keep it. Yeah, they're like we're going to keep being able to look into whatever we want whenever we want. 
without having needing permission because we're just going to blame it on terrorism or this or that or the other. Whatever label, they it doesn't matter the label. They'll just make a new one up for it. And, I mean, essentially they don't even have to do that because we're all here just, just going for it, you know? Yeah, every time sure. Every time you want to go to a website and it's like, do you accept these cookies and these terms of services? You're like, fuck yeah, I do. I'm trying to read this article. I know. I don't. Well, now, and now, like, you get on your phone and it's like, hey, we are going to monitor your cookies. Is that okay? Yeah. And you're yeah. just like. What the fuck, man? Dude, at Come this point, on. at this point, I'm like, fine. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I used like to you worry already, about that. you already know the shit that I look up, and apparently, it's not that big of a deal because yeah. I'm still here. So, right. and I used to, I used to worry so much about like, me being monitored like that. Like one of the big, like I can remember when Illinois proposed concealed carry. And one of the stipulations of concealed carry was giving your fingerprints to the state police and the database yeah. and everything. And I'm like, fuck that. They ain't getting my fingerprints. And then as time goes on, I'm like, those motherfuckers already got my fingerprints. What are, who am I fooling? Yeah. Like, it don't, it didn't, even if they didn't, they'd still find me if they want to find me. Yeah. It's not like I'm hard to find. Dude, I'm just, what it, at the end of the day, I'm not fucking interesting enough no. for them to give a shit. I would I would put money that we're on several watch lists. Good. Fuck but you. I, I like I'm like you. Like I feel like we would be at the bottom of them all. Like our name is just there because we have crossed Because we've searched some fucking Yes. Like we some, some trigger words. Like they have a line and they're like anybody that goes past this line, you put them on this list. And we've gone yeah. past it, but not far enough to be like, these two are the top of the fucking list. You yeah. watch them every day. Yeah. Fuck these two. At least if you, yeah, NSA, if you're listening right now, at least download the show. Get us some downloads. No shit. Share it amongst yourselves. Yeah, let us make some money. Help out of us it. help you, <laughs> government. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I don't know. Nothing. Tech, tech and advancement is fucking terrifying. Oh, yeah. Like 100%. It, it's, it's fucking terrifying, man. And then the thought. <sighs> I'm like, like a, how long until they they have some sort of tech where they just they just read our thoughts? Oh, they probably already have it. You know what I mean? Because there, dude, there's been people who've come out throughout time and said, like during Star Trek, oh, we have stuff 150 years more advanced than Star Trek. We have, like, Mike Baker has come on Joe Rogan and told Joe flat out, like, we have tech in the government that would fucking melt your like. Oh yeah. Would, you you think your fucking phone's cool? Look at what we've been able to have. That that <laughs> I watched. Yeah, of that course one. it's classified. And another real quick, another creepy thing they were talking about. They were talking about uh, that Mike Baker's got a show on Discovery or Travel Channel. It's like the Black Files or something like that. And he looks into just a bunch of conspiracy shit, weird shit, whatever. And there was a picture or a video of this. These all these lights in the sky, right? And Joe's like, "What is that?" I'm like, "What is that?" He's like, "That's a drone swarm." And Joe's like, "What the fuck is a drone swarm?" He's like, "Those are all drones." He's like, "What?" Yeah, those are all fucking drones. Like they are they're used to scout miles ahead and this that and the other. And Joe's like, "Well, won't, won't they like run out of battery and shit?" And he's like, "Well, I, the the premise behind it is what's going to happen is you're going to have all these small drones that scout ahead." And then there's going to be a mother drone that stays in the air where these little drones can come back and dock and recharge and then fly back out and, and scout more. And I'm like, 
That's fucking terrifying. Oh yeah, this like the shit they do with drones now, like where do they they make images in the sky and shit? Did you see all that? No, that but footage? that's terrifying. It's not surprising because they'd be able to run an algorithm with with drones, and that's that's crazy. That's the plan. Uh, yeah, they make faces. That's insane. That's all drones, bro. That's insane. Like, look at that. That is so fucking weird. Dude, that is blue beam. Oh, yeah. Written all over it. Coming to fruition. Yeah. Written all like, over it. Like, look at the animals in the sky. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought when you showed me that first. Yeah, there's Jesus. That is blue beam. But I'm like, oh, oh God. Yeah, imagine it being pitch black out and you see something like that in the sky. Yeah, and this is this is just like the technology we have now. The the technology we know about. Yeah. What if they what if they ramp it up thirty percent and we see something that's not just dots in the sky? It looks like a legit a legit image in the sky. Like it is getting wild, folks. Dude, what, I mean, it is getting think about uh, that Spider-Man movie where Mysterio used all the drones to like uh, do holographic images in the sky and yep. shit. Like that's it's blue beam, dude. And I watched this TikTok uh, channel where this younger gal interviews her father, who is an ex-U.S. spy. And he talks about doing all kinds of spy shit. And one of the, she takes questions from people and she asks him. And one of the questions was how much uh, of the information, how much information that the government has is, is classified from the public. The public has no knowledge about. And the dude said, the dude said a conservative answer would be about 20%. So th- think about that. A fifth, a fifth of what of the stuff that we do know, we don't know. Right. We have no idea about. That is a huge fucking chunk. That is almost that but is he said that was conservative, right? Like Yeah. Like there's probably more. Yes. If I had to guess, I would I would legitimately guess at least forty percent. That the general public has no idea. Yeah. That's technology, that's information, that's That's everything. Yeah. Like I, I would I I would be more with like 40% at least. Which is insane. Insane to me. Like if you you think about... Terrifying. It is terrifying, but if you think about it on a grand scale, like imagine trying to lull however many people are in the United States, which is fuck, like three, what is it? 350 million? Yeah. Like imagine... Trying to keep, like, imagine at least thinking it is my responsibility to keep these people in check. Because if I don't do my job, all these people are going to lose their fucking minds and they're going to start little fraction, factions of their own or whatever the case may be, right? So you, you have, it's fucking insane to even think that you have people who think it is their responsibility to maintain our compliance, to maintain that we stay in line. Which, I mean, essentially it is their responsibility. In a nutshell. You but know what I mean? like It's terrifying that people put that upon themselves because re- realistically, 
we are sold that we live in a country where we can essentially do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. Right? But that's definitely not the case. Yes. And it, it just blows my mind that, so they're like, all right, well, we could tell people that aliens are real. But people are probably going to freak the fuck out, so we should not tell them that aliens are real. It's our job to keep them all in line. We'll just bring it up low-key. Right. And see if they they latch on to it. So it just, I don't know, it just blows my fucking mind that we as individuals allow anyone to kind of dictate like, cause don't get me, don't get me wrong. Like I got questioned on, I think it was on Instagram, uh, about like revealing alien information or, or interdimensional, whatever it was. And I was like, listen, man, um, here's, here's my thoughts on it. There are some people out there that have the mental capacity to be like, to have, to have like real alien proof put right on front of them and like go look aliens are fucking real here's a picture of one there are going to be two types of people there are maybe three the there are going to be people that can accept that and go oh all right and then there's probably gonna be another group it's like i really don't give a shit one way or the other but there's going to be a whole lot of people that it's going to break their fucking brains yeah it and like if they were to see you have to relearn they would have to relearn everything yeah and if they were to see like history real world science independence day ufos and shit like if it's one thing to have a picture in front of you it's another thing to actually see an et just walking down the street that's gonna break people's fucking minds because like you said like it it shatters the world that they know everything everything would have to be relearned and I just don't think that some people have the mental capacity to deal with that. Fuck no. Like, and it's not a shot probably because there are some... Not, probably 90% of yeah, the mean, public couldn't handle that. Probably because a lot of people, they like the flow of their... They like their, their safe space, right? Everybody does. Nobody really likes to go outside of their comfort zone. No news is good news. Right. You know, and it's just... Uh, it's, I don't know. It's fucking bizarre. I don't even know how I'd feel. Like, if... I'd probably be fucked. I'd probably be fucked up if we went outside and we just saw an alien walking down the street. I'd be like, "What in the fuck?" Yeah, it's like it's like from Signs. Yeah, everybody's just like, "Yeah." And I guess it'd all be about how the alien presented itself. Like if it was being all like, if it gave us a hang loose sign, I'd be I'd, like, yeah, it'd be like, way cooler. I'd be like, "All right, he's free, all right." If it, but if it was like, if it turned us both to ashes with a ray gun, yeah, that would suck. That means he's a dick. Which they probably are. Probably. Probably, man. I don't know. The world is a crazy place. And like you said, when it comes to life log and... and uh, we veered all sorts off course. On we did. <laughs> we did. I love it. We did. But it, it's all relevant because it's all, it's all current time, right? And, you, I mean, you pretty much said it best. Like, we are our own worst enemy when it comes to, like, logging our own life. Because we just... Comp- we just comply to everything. Like you said, you download an app and it's like, hey, here's our terms of service. And you can just agree. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm 100% guilty about it. <laughs> Don't give a shit what it says. I'm just agreeing. When I'm to doing it. research, it's like, you can't access this unless you let us, unless you allow our cookies. And I'm like, okay, take them. Yeah. You know, have as many cookies as you fucking want. Dog. Don't give a shit. 
And it it is. I feel like that's what happened when it was all when it was all put out there. When DARPA put it out there that it that we are gonna track this and track that and track this and track that. Everybody was like, "Fuck, we don't want the government tracking us." And then somebody yep. in there said, "Yo, dog, they're gonna do it on their own." Yeah, we're just gonna approach this from a different they're angle. They're gonna do it themselves, and they're like, "Yo, <laughs> this, this is one that's we'll, a good idea." Well, you remember that cool phone fucking Jerry made a couple of years back? We'll go ahead and put that out. We'll put GPS inside it. Yeah, and that's what we'll do. We'll call it the iPhone. And then we'll, you know, that MySpace, that MySpace thing. Let's take it one step further. Yeah. Let's create a whole new one and put this other one out of business. Yeah. And they're like, and then they'll just, it'll just be like an open log diary of their entire life. Yep. So and so's getting divorced. They'll post it on Facebook. So and so had a new baby. They'll post it on Facebook. Someone's going to the Grand. Canyon, I bet it's the pictures that we're going to be posting on Instagram, and it's all just—they're like, we don't even have to—we don't even have to do anything. Yep, they do it all themselves. We logged it for them. Yep. Yeah, and like you said, every one of us is guilty of it. And it's there's just, nobody that can really stand out. I just—I'm one of the few that can say I don't Facebook, and I've never had a Facebook. But I do have Instagram, which is owned by Facebook. So, which is part of the metaverse, dog? Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole nother thing. The metaverse is going to be fucking I just, weird. I hope it's ready to I find mode. so much comfort in the fact that I am so uninteresting that they don't give a shit. Yeah. That's, that's the other thing. That's like, my comfort blanket. Like, that's the other thing. Like, when it that comes to... I am to, so bland that nobody gives a fuck about me. Well, there's that, and then there's the key that we don't give a shit. So, like, there's been... I don't know. I'm probably going to rant for a second, but, like... It's hard to explain, like off the top of my head, but like you see, like the hidden messages in movies or or any type of like covert influence throughout our media and shit. And I'm like, yeah, well, that doesn't work like on on people like me and Steve because we don't give a shit enough. Yeah, and we're not smart enough to figure it. Like if if I'm watching the new Shang Chi movie, I'm just watching that movie. Any subliminal shit that you're sticking in there is not going to stick to my head. <laughs> go go right through. <laughs> yeah, it's not, dude. Like, I'm why isn't you. this fucking working? <laughs> Maybe he's just too stupid. Yep. Uh, you just hit it on the head. <laughs> it's just, it's, I don't know, man. But according to some people, we are being manipulated. Are we? Yeah, you and me specifically oh. are manipulated. Well, that's probably true. Whatever. I don't give a shit. Who said that? Said what? That we're being manipulated. Oh, somebody. I'm not going to get into it because it'll just fire us up. Oh, well. Whoever said it can suck it. Somebody talking (laughs) shit. Anyways. Yeah. That's That's pretty much it, though, on the old life log and... Uh, we could go on for quite some time talking about yeah. convenience is tech. our own worst enemy. It is. It really is. That's the one thing keeping. I think. I think so low many key, people on the grid. I think low key everybody knows it. Oh yeah, it just it just doesn't affect your life enough. Them them recording every move we make does not affect our life enough to where it negates the convenience of being connected to everybody else. Right. 
which is like I'm just as guilty as it, of it as the next person, and oh, I can sure. I can give whatever excuses I I want. Like, oh, I'm just on Facebook to keep connected to the people that I don't talk to. Well, there's probably a fucking reason I don't talk to those people. Right, exactly. So, and then we like we agree okay to the Apple update where it was like, hey, we're gonna like yeah. go through your entire camera. Yo, we're gonna roll. use your debit card now. All right, yeah. <laughs> The last one, it was they were gonna go through your entire camera roll. Oh yeah, looking for child porn. Yeah, and I was like, that that that's literally the world's best excuse to look at everybody's naked pictures. <laughs> that's literally all that was. <laughs> one creepy dude in the basement. He's like, that's yo, like, I'll take that assignment. Yeah, you know? that's it. You know, damn good and well, that's ninety percent of that job. I'll take that assignment. Oh, it's how do I don't. Come on, get the fuck out of here. You know what that's about, because I guarantee you, the average everyday Joe ain't trying to look at kitties naked. Let's at least you fucking not. better not be. Let's hope because that's disturbing. And there's special places for you. We gotta dive into that enough in the next episode. So yes. that be a warning. If if Steve's episode doesn't get us canceled or clipped. One of my next ones will. Yeah, it'll be fine. We got some tasty ones coming down. I'm not even done with the next one we're going to get started, but I'm just going to dive into it. Like, Might as well. When I write our episodes, it's funny because I try to keep it between about 2,000 and 2,500 words. That's a good kind of time period. Kind of rounds us out where we need to be. Yeah. I'm not even past the first fucking section of whatever this is, and I'm at, I'm pushing like four thousand words already. Yeah, so I'm doubled it up. This is what's probably gonna get us clipped because I don't know if anybody's ever took the time to dive through as much as you're doing. I and if you make it through the whole thing, and we put like we basically you basically have chronol chronologically ordered everything, and we we put that out into episodes. We're definitely getting clipped. I'm like I'm trying hell like. It's there's 600 released FBI documents, and I'm about 200 deep, and I don't know if what I'm gonna come across needs to be put back in right. chronologically. I don't know. Anyway, you're gonna have to tune in next week to figure out what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah, boy. So until then, check us out at all our social medias: Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. Come and hang out with us. Until next week, stay safe, stay weird, and just keep accepting all the cookies that the government throws at you. Like little snacks, little Mm. data snacks. Keep track of your dumbasses, my dumbasses, our dumbasses. So, see ya.